Hello again, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Earl Time Podcast. Earl Austin Jr. here, and I hope you got a chance to listen to our first episode, our premiere. We're talking high school basketball in the state of Missouri College as well, uh, doing a lot of previews uh, with our first three episodes. And of course, in our first episode, we covered uh, boys classes one through classes three, a lot of the top small school uh, programs around the state. And today we will uh, concentrate on boys classes four, five and six so sit back and hope you enjoy uh, today's edition of the earl time podcast of course we'd like to thank my producer for this uh, episode uh, young man very talented young man richard austin and uh, if you get a chance check him out on his youtube channel uh, he goes by king bling very talented young man uh, you won't be disappointed we're gonna start with class four and uh, we got some heavy hitters in class four none heavier than the vashon wolverines no stranger to state championships and uh national rankings and being a statewide powerhouse for many years. Of course, Tony Irons following in the footsteps of his Hall of Fame coaching father, Floyd Irons. Tony is headed to the Hall of Fame himself after winning several state championships, including last year in uh, 2023. And he has another team that's uh, primed for another state title run, and not only playing for state championships, but playing a national schedule. They'll be playing in the Kevin Brown Memorial Classic in Washington, Illinois, to start the season during Thanksgiving weekend, and they'll also be playing in the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions, which is one of the biggest in-season tournaments in the country right here in Springfield, Missouri. So the Vashon Wolverines, and they have a still a, a veteran, but a young team, uh, a lot of college prospects. They have an outstanding backcourt, and Christian Williams, they call him Mouse. He's a six-foot junior guard. He's really matured into an excellent point guard, really increased his athleticism, can shoot the ball. And he's joined in the backcourt by Trey Williams, Jr. He's a six-foot-one junior guard who can really shoot the basketball, can really light it up from three-point range. And he's also uh, really, uh, his ball handling has improved, and uh, they make a dynamic backcourt. And it's just not them. They have a young man named Dario McCaskill, a six-foot-three junior who's an explosive three-and-D guard. He can uh, throw down the dunks in traffic, or he can also hit the three-point shot. Very entertaining young player. A good transfer over on the wing is Nasir Binyan, a six foot four senior from CBC. Nasir led CBC in scoring the last couple of years, and he's a welcome addition with his motor and his athleticism and rebounding. The young man, big man up front, a uh, very talented young man named Nicholas Randall. They call him Butter, a six foot eight junior. Uh, I think you're really expecting a lot of big things from him. He's been recruited by uh, several top-level programs across the country. And if that wasn't enough, there's some legacy, young legacy prospects in the program, sons of former Vashon greats. One is Jimmy McKinney III. He's a freshman, a 6'2", the son of former Vashon great Jimmy McKinney, who also played at the University of Missouri uh, 20 years ago. And another Vashon legacy, Leon Powell II, a 6'2"-inch guard. His father, of course, Leon Powell, played on those Vashon, great Vashon teams uh, in the 2005 to 2007 range there. So their young son's ready, you know, waiting in the wings, ready to take their place as well. It should add some depth to a great team this year. So those are the Vashon Wolverines. The team that Vashon defeated in the state championship last year were the Rebels of Park Hill Central. They made their first appearance 
appearance in the Final Four and got all the way to the state championship game last year. And they're led by one of the top point guards in the state in Joby Bryant. Joe's a six-foot senior guard. He's been a monster at Park Hill Central for the last four years, ever since he was a freshman. And not only is he an excellent basketball player, he's really getting it done on the football field as well. He's got Park Hill Central playing in the playoffs, and uh, he's received recruiting interest in both sports, Division Two and Division One. One of the best passers I've seen in the state uh, for many years as well. He's got a very talented partner in the backcourt and Caden Casey, a six foot one senior who's quietly put together a strong career. And I really enjoyed watching him this summer playing for Hardwood Elite, kind of stepped out on his own and made a name for himself. Very talented, averaged in double figures, kind of holding down things inside is uh, Zach Boyd, a six four senior, very rugged performer, rebounds, does all of the, the tough things inside and he can score a little bit. So Park Hill Central looking to make another run in Class 4. Team that finished another Final Four team. Uh, We'll see if they stay in Class 4. They may get bumped up to Class 5. We don't know. But Father Tolton is another uh, perennial power in Class 4. They finished fourth place last year. They were in the Final Four the year before as well, losing a very close game to Vashon in the state championship game, a memorable one. And they they got a good one this year as well. They got uh, two of the best guards in the state of Missouri, probably the best backcourt, arguably. Uh, Xavier Wilson is a six foot one uh, a junior point guard who had a big uh, year last year. He's an explosive guard who really could pop the mid-range jump shot or get into the lane, and he'll dunk on you in a minute. He's very talented. He's been recruited to a lot of Division One offers already. And in the recent, in the last week or so, uh, Aaron Rowe, a six foot two guard from the Columbia, uh, transferred back to Tolton. Of course, he was a freshman on the Tolton team that played for a state championship, and he spent his uh, sophomore year at Link Academy on a team which won the Geico National Championship. And now he's back at Tolton for his junior year. Aaron is uh, probably the top prospect in the state. He's nationally ranked and uh, he's an excellent guard. And with him and uh, Xavier Wilson together in the backcourt, that should be a lot of fun if you're a Father Tolton fan. Up front also, they got a couple of very talented players to supplement uh, that great backcourt. Blake Pingedon, a six foot six junior. His mother is the head coach, women's coach at the University of Missouri, Robin, and Blake does an excellent job. He's really coming into his own, can shoot the basketball. He rebounds the ball well and knows how to play. And Javar Galbraith, who's a six foot five senior forward, uh, didn't play last year. He adds some power and athleticism up front. Of course, the Galbraith name in mid Missouri is one that goes back decades, a very talented athlete. So Father Toten looking to be very strong once again this season. We go to the Metro League where we have two great, uh, two really, really good teams in Class 4. They were good last year and they'll be good again. One are the MICDS Rams coached by Travis Wallace. They won a district championship, uh, co-conference championship, and advanced to the Elite Eight of the state tournament last year. And they have returned a lot of uh, good players. They're not very tall but they got outstanding guard play and a lot of quickness and pretty good depth at that guard spot. They have a good senior point guard in Jaden Banks, who's been playing varsity since he's a freshman. He's uh, quick and really defend, can handle the ball and shoot it from the mid-range area. Then they got a very talented crew of sophomores. The class of 2026 really is going to be good for a long time. It includes Brandon Clemens, a 
foot one sophomore, very smooth, savvy guard who could score in a lot of different ways. He does an excellent. He had in the district championship game against Burroughs, he took it over when they were trailing by six. He scored like eleven points in a row, and he can do it in a lot of different ways. Average ten points a game. He's joined by Keyshawn Mims, a six foot three pogo stick of a shooting guard. Really gets to the basket, can dunk, rebounds. And I think he's going to do a nice job uh, this year with extended minutes. And another very talented uh, sophomore is Jason Stokes, a six foot three inch combo guard who can shoot, handle the basketball, and he can also defend. So that's that's a lot of good guards up front. The one kind of key guy inside is Mason Swartz, a six foot four left-handed, big, strong post player who can score, who can step out and shoot it. And Caleb Reyes, talented six two uh, freshman, uh, kind of bulky kind of plays the Draymond Green role, I think, because he can handle the ball, but he can play inside despite giving away height to players. He's strong enough. MICDS Rams and Travis Wallace should be very good. Their big rival, of course, are the John Burroughs Bombers, coached by uh, Daryl Peewee Leonard, who's done an excellent job in a couple of years, making them a very competitive team in Class 4. They got to a district championship game last year, losing a very close game to the MICDS Rams, but they'll be good again. They have one of the best front lines in the state of Missouri, definitely. Uh, they have a six foot nine inch freshman or sophomore in Sheik Pearson, long, lanky, athletics, very skilled, good shot blocker, and he's received offers from Mizzou and Iowa State, and he's going to, I think, start to come in, into his own as a sophomore this year. And right next to him is a uh, Terrace Reed's uh, younger brother. His name is uh, Tristan Reed. Uh, he's a six foot eight inch sophomore. His older brother, of course, is Terrace Reed, who plays for the University of Michigan, former All-American at Chaminade. And and a Trevor Reed, a 6'5 forward, who just finished his career at Burroughs last year. He's now at Denison, Ohio. Well, Tristan is the quote-unquote baby of the family, but he's 6'8", a power forward, had a great summer playing with a Mocan elite in the 15U EYBL, and I think he's ready to raise his uh, game a little bit. A good shot blocker and just a force in the middle as a rebounder and score, as well as his shot blocking. And joining him, a very underrated young man, a 6'5 junior named DJ Johnson, who's probably their best defensive player. He can rebound. He can also uh, do a nice job uh, improving his offensive uh, capabilities as well. The backcourt is pretty good as well. They have a four-year starter in Ramsey Salem, who was their leading returning scorer, a 6'3 guard, averaged about 12 points a game. Hit them. He has a nice mid-range game and can shoot it from three-point range. But when you want three-point shooting, they have a young man named Owen Walther, a six-foot-three guard, whose uh, dad was a former Burroughs great in Chip Walther and Owen about 6'3". Owen can really light it up from three-point range. And returning at the point guard is Max Steinbach, a 5'8"-inch junior. John Burroughs looking to be very good as well. Staying in St. Louis real quick, a team that has a chance to really be good is the University City Lions. Their their record was about 500, but they have a chance to emerge this year with several good players coming back. They have a young man named Lee Williams, a 6'5"-inch wing player. who averaged about 12 points. He's capable of scoring 18 to 19. He's got all the shots. He's got athleticism and good size. And I look for him to really break out and have a big senior season for University City. The backcourt is a couple of nice 
guards and Kobe Smith, a five foot ten inch senior who's got who's quick, can break people off off the dribble and get his own shot. And Myel Taylor, a six foot one inch junior who averaged ten points a game. He's been a starter since he was a freshman. And kind of manning the inside is Jaden Creighton, a six foot six junior who's really improved over the course of his career. He was always a good rebounder. He can block shots. Now he's really starting to develop his offensive skills. He can score inside, starting to expand his game a little bit. So I look for University City to uh, step up their level of play and have a very good season. Moving to the middle of the state, we have Mexico. Missouri, the Bulldogs have been very good for quite a while. Uh, They were undefeated for the regular season two years ago, got to the state quarterfinals, won 18 games last year, and this year should be a very solid team as well. They have a young man named DJ Long, about 5'9", 5'10". He's a senior. He averaged 18 points a game, led them in scoring last year. He's super quick, pretty good athlete, and is a blur in the open court. And he's joined in the backcourt by Jaden Eldridge, a 6'2"-inch junior, who's an excellent three-point shooter, one of the better perimeter shooters in mid-Missouri, and Marcus Perkins, a slashing six-foot-two-inch junior guard. Mexico routinely has teams that are quick, fast, like the press, and kind of makes up for their lack of height, and this year's team will be no different. Uh, Maryville University in the now excuse me Maryville High School the Spoof Hounds in the northwest part of the state have a very good team as well. They were twenty three and five last year. Played for a district championship. They have a nice backcourt led by uh, Peyton McCullum. Of course, his dad is uh, Ben McCullum, the head coach at Northwest Missouri State and the author of that uh, Division two basketball dynasty uh, that they have there at uh, Maryville. And uh, Peyton is an excellent six one guard who can handle the ball. And he can really shoot the basketball as well, as does uh, 6'2 senior Derek Quinlan, a good football player on a very good Spoofhound football team. Derek can also shoot that basketball, makes for a very good uh, combination in the backcourt. Stand back to mid-Missouri, talking about shooting the basketball, Versailles. Uh, has a very good team last year. They won 20 games, played for a district championship. They may have one of the best, if not the best, arguably, three-point shooter. Young man named Ryder Williams, a 6'3 senior who's already committed to Baptist Bible in Springfield. He's a left-handed kid, and if he's in the gym, he's in shooting range. I've seen this kid pull up from the volleyball line. That's a step in half court, and if he hits one or two to start with, uh, that really gets the engine going, and you really have to guard him close to half court because he'll let it fly from there, and he's had several 30-point games. He averages close to 30 points a game. There's a couple of years in the, in the Eldon term, I think he had close to 50, and uh, he's very fun to watch, very entertaining, and he's joined by a junior named Reese Murdoch, uh, who does a pretty good job as well. So Versailles, excuse me, Versailles, well, you pronounce, sometimes I get uh, tongue-tied trying to pronounce that, but they're a very good basketball team. Going to Kansas City for a couple of teams, you have Barstow, uh, which won a district championship last year. Barstow is a, a very good program. They have a very solid young uh, senior forward in Aiden Lawler. Lawler's been there for four years. He's been a quality player, uh, can play inside, and has, has expanded his game to the perimeter, and uh, an all-state candidate as well for Barstow. Uh, joined by Josh Thornton, a six foot four inch junior, Alex Franklin, and uh, G. Whitefall, six foot one senior, and Kansas City Central, another team uh, 
that has a pretty good squad, a couple of good players. Tim Wooden is an all-district guard, a six-foot-one senior, thick-bodied kid who can get where he wants to on the court. He's been a starter and a standout his entire career there, ever since he picked up the stepped on the court as a freshman. And uh, he's joined by another all-district player in Derek McKendry. So that's a look at Class Four around the state of Missouri. As you say, a lot of uh, a lot of power in Class Four, and it should be very exciting exciting to watch this year. We're going to move now to Class 5, and Class 5 should be ultra-competitive this year as well. The team at the top, uh, the returning uh, state champions, are your Cardinal Ritter College Prep Lions, coached by Ryan Johnson. RJ has done a fantastic job at Cardinal Ritter with three state championships. He won back-to-back state championships in Class 2020 and 21, finished third in 22, and in 5A moved up two classes and then last year came back and took the state championship in 2023 and the full nucleus of that team is back so uh, look for another strong year from Cardinal Ritter College Prep very senior dominated led by a young man named Clayton Jackson a six foot two inch combo guard who averaged about 12 points a game he's a very talented scorer and can handle the ball as well and of course he comes from good bloodlines his mother Petra who's the coach of the St. Louis Surge women's pro basketball team one of the all-time great women's uh, girls basketball players in our state from University City High School and a SIU Carbondale Hall of Famer. So Clayton comes by it very honestly. Uh, Derek Kiki Rivers is a six-foot senior guard who can really shoot the basketball as well, uh, really does forms a good backcourt with Clayton Jackson. And they have some good pieces up front. Nashawn Davis, very versatile, six-foot-five-inch senior forward. And uh, Ryan Atkins, a six-two swingman, excellent player as well. And uh, Quentin Parker is a six foot four inch uh, guard. Came off the bench, but he has tremendous talent. A very uh, explosive athlete, and he can also score, shoot the ball from three point range. You look for him to really emerge too, as well. They have some very talented sophomores in the wings as well. Oscar Patterson is a six three uh, kind of a wing player who's got a tremendous motor, and Aiden Jeffries, a six six player to watch for the future. A long, athletic kid who can really shoot the basketball. Although Cardinal Ritter has everybody back, their road to the Final Four and winning another state championship is not easy by any means. There's so much good competition, and one of those teams that can really challenge are the Sykeston Bulldogs out of southeast Missouri. Sykeston made it to the state quarterfinals and lost to Cardinal Ritter in a very competitive game last year at Jefferson College in Hillsboro, and Sykeston is back and loaded for bear. They return one of the best juniors or seniors in the state in the Dontrez Williams, Dontrez, uh, who I have ranked as number one senior in my Prep Hoops Missouri class of 2024 rankings. He's already committed to Abilene Christian, and he's a fantastic athlete who can impact the game, scoring, rebounding, passionate ball, and he also blocks two or three shots as a wing guard, a fantastic player. And joining Sykeston this year is one of the top players in the state, a young man named P.J. Farmer, who played the last two years at Charleston. He's a 6'1 guard who led Charleston to the state championship in Class 3 two years ago, averaged 18 points a game last year, can really score, and really an athletic kid, uh, just a, just an excellent player already with Division One offers. 
receivers as well. And you got Tristan Wiggins, a powerful six foot uh, point guard, LaCarion McCray, a six foot one junior who had an impact last year, and a young man I think you're going to hear a lot about who's just improving, Trey Sadler. He's a junior center, goes about 6'11, almost seven feet tall, didn't play last year, but He's very he's improving. He can already block shots. He's mobile, can run the court. And I think if he gives him that inside presence, that can really push Sykeston to another level. Staying in the, the boot hill, Sykeston, one of their chief competitors in 5A, will be Cape Girardeau Central High School. The Tigers won the SEMO Conference last year and uh, had a great team at a team capable of winning Class 5, but they were upset by their rival Sykeston. So I think Cape Central, hoping to return to favor this year, they have one of the better guards in the senior class in Jay Reynolds. He's a six foot three guard. He transferred in from Ohio uh, last year and really gave uh, the Tigers a boost. And he's already committed to Southeast Missouri State. Of course, his dad is a member of that staff, Brad Corn staff with SEMO, which made it to the NCAA tournament. So a big get for SEMO. Uh, Markel Murray, who was one of the, they got two of the best sophomores in the state. One is Markel Murray, a six foot three inch guard, a very athletic, strong guard who had an impact as a shooter, penetrate, plays good defense. Uh, coming off an injury which suffered during the football season, but uh, he's very good. And another sophomore, Tyshondre Edwards, a six foot six inch combo forward, a long lean lefty, triple L's. He can shoot it from three, but he also crashes the offensive boards as well. Got a couple of young players who didn't you didn't see as much, but very talented players who I think could move into the mix. Tyson Williams, a 6'2 guard, who very impressed me quite a bit this summer. Saw him in a couple of league camps, and of course with the Phenom boys. Look for him to move up and uh, do some nice things. And Max Vogel, a six foot six inch forward, who uh, I think could uh, find a good place up front and help out uh, as well. So those are the Cape Central uh, Tigers, a very good team out of Southeast. Missouri State. Back in St. Louis, the Viani Golden Griffins, Coach Kevin Walsh has a young and talented team, and they love to shoot the three-point shot. They're very entertaining if you want to see that ball flying in from 20, 25 feet. Uh, head on down to Viani and watch some uh, Golden Griffins basketball. Of course, Kevin's son, Luke Walsh, is one of the premier shooters in the state of Missouri. Luke, of course, as a freshman a couple years ago, made 106 three-point shots, and he made close to that as a sophomore while continuing to develop other parts of his game in his offensive arsenal. He's received several Division I offers, SEMO, SIUE, St. Louis U. He's just getting bigger and getting better and better. Another young man in that uh, a junior, excuse me, a junior class. He's a sophomore. Luke is a junior, by the way. Eddie Smagic is a sophomore, one of the best sophomores in the state. A six foot five, six inch wingman who led Vianney, who's a, a top scorer in Vianney as well, averaged 16 points a game. He's receiving Division One offers as well. He can score in the post. He's got a very well developed offensive game for a young player. And another sophomore up front who I think is going to continue to emerge. He's just starting out his uh, development is Simon Guy. 
He's probably the tallest player in the state, one of the tallest. He's seven two, maybe seven foot three, and he made an impact last year. Obviously, running the court, blocking shots, rebounding, and I think he continued to get better. Playing for the Gateway uh, Knights team last year, and of course, he's got big time offers. Mississippi uh, was the latest to offer him, and as he continues to develop, that will continue to uh, increase Viani's uh, opportunities. Ben Karsten is another uh, one of those young players who did a nice job last year. Uh, six foot two. Of course, he has his father, Joel, was a great player at Lutheran South. And uh, Ben is following in those footsteps. Another guard, uh, Charlie Spoonhauer. Of course, you know that name. Of course, former South Missouri State and St. Louis U. Great coach. He's his grandson. And uh, he's an excellent guard as well. He's already committed to Missouri State to play baseball, but he can also play a little basketball as well. Staying in St. Louis, another team that kind of flies under the radar, but they've been very good in recent years, and that's the Ladue Rams under Coach Todd Anderson. Last year, they kind of quietly tiptoed their way all the way to the state championship game, their second Final Four appearance in the last four years. Of course, they got there in 2019 as well, and Todd has done an excellent job. Of course, they graduated a great point guard in Jack Steinbach, but there's some good pieces back as well. Uh, Sam Gullner is a six foot three inch wing player. Dwayne Foley is a six one senior very athletic kid who does a good job rebounding, playing defense, and he could slash. Hayden Arnold is a six foot three inch junior uh, guard. So those are a couple of guys who can really they can really play. They're not big names, but they do a good job. They're very good players, and of course, you never could out overlook Ladue High School as they made it to the state finals last year in Mid Missouri. The Jefferson City Jays got to the state uh, final four last year. They finished in third place and. Uh, Coach Buffington has an excellent team. Uh, he's got one of the better dual sport athletes in the state in Jordan Martin. He's a 6'4", 6'5", junior forward. He averaged 20 points a game last year, and he can really score inside and drives the basketball. He's an all-CMAC performer, an all-state performer, but that's Basketball is, is his uh, is second sport. He's a fantastic baseball player, I understand. I think he's Arkansas-bound. He committed very early, and he's also a, a pro prospect. So uh, a young man has a lot going for him in sports, but he can really hoop as well. They got good size up front in uh, Nelson Schenkel. He's a six foot eight inch senior forward who's really starting to, to make an impact. He was uh, transferred from a two-way school in Knox County. As a junior, he did a good job, and this year I think he can really break out. He can score. He can also step out and shoot the three. When he plays assertive, he's really, really good. In the backcourt, uh, Josh Buffington's son, Rowan, is a six foot three inch uh, sophomore who uh, Rowan did a nice job as a freshman, stepped in and played several minutes on a Final Four team. Of course, he's a coach's son. He knows how to play. He can shoot and he knows how to play with good pace. And Kendrick Johnson, a five foot ten inch uh, a junior, who also played a lot of minutes. He has a lot of quickness and uh, plays that point guard position very well for the Jays. Webster Groves back in St. Louis, a team which won the state championship in 2022, fell off a little bit, uncharacteristic, losing record But last year, but I think they're going to redeem themselves in a big way, I think. And uh, I think one of the big reasons is the return of Isaiah Purvey. He's a six foot four inch forward. 
course, he's committed to the University of Missouri, St. Louis. And Isaiah is a very difficult kid to match up with. He's a big body, lefty, can body you in the post, score a variety of angles and good moves. But he loves to handle the basketball. He can play the guard, he can shoot the three, and he can set up teammates with his uh, good passing skills as well. And he's going to have a big senior season. Carl Whitehead is a six-foot junior guard who's steadily gotten better. He's strong, really attacks the basket well. And Holmes Hansen, he's a six-foot, four-inch senior uh, wing player who can really shoot the basketball, especially from the corners. And um, one reason also that the, there's a lot of optimism around Statesman's uh, country is the addition of Scotty Atkinson, a six-foot-three freshman who's one of the top freshmen in the state. He's an athletic lefty who just plays with such authority and such a passion. He's attacking the basket anytime, any and every opportunity. And he can also shoot the three and he dunks on people. And I think he's going to be an exciting young player to watch in the state of Missouri this year. So those are the Webster Groves statesmen. In Kansas City, you got Pembroke Hill, a team which finished fourth place last year in the state. They graduated some good players, uh, uh, Conley Twins, who have moved on. They're playing football and basketball at the college, but moving into the top uh, spot this year will be Mav Hawkins, a six foot two inch guard. He's just a sophomore, but as a freshman, he came off the bench and had a very productive year. And in the Final Four, he really uh, <laughs> came in, came really broke out. He averaged twenty points in the two Final Four games and really shot the ball well from three-point range. So you'll see that kind of shooting and playmaking this year from Mav Hawkins. He played for Mocan's 15U during the EYBL summer, and they have some good shooting to go along with them in Max Sprott, a six-foot-three-inch senior, and Jack Grant, a six-two sophomore, among others. DeSmet back in St. Louis is a very young team, but uh, a lot of talent and good guard play. Riley Massey is a six-foot-three-inch junior, averaged 10 points a game. He's their leading returning scorer. Owen Duff, uh, he's a five foot ten inch guard uh, who can really shoot the basketball as well. Plus, played a lot of minutes uh, in his first two years on the varsity. Of course, he played. He's from a very talented, talented family as well. His father, John Duff, was a star at Washington High and played at St. Louis University. And Owen's brother, Dylan, is the quarterback of the Smets. Very good football team and a good athlete in his own right. Ian Thornton is a six foot two inch guard, kind of a, a hybrid. He's a he's a big solid kid, but he can play the point guard. He's got great fundamentals, and he has good savvy and court sense, but he's strong enough that he can just muscle people in the paint, and uh, he knows how to play. So that's Kent Williams, the Smets Spartans. They also have a host of uh, very good guards as well. Moving to the Springfield, we got a few more 5-5-A's, a lot of good teams here in 5-A. Springfield Parkview, a team with high aspirations this year. They have a couple of real good seniors. TJ Hill is a six foot two inch guard a real physical guard, averaged about 12 points a game. He can rebound, go inside, but also shoot threes and handle it. And Jamil Johnson, uh, six foot eight inch senior forward, who really blocks shots well, can rebound, and has a nice jump hook in the post. I was impressed. I saw him at the NBCA small college uh, camp in Columbia in June. And they have one of the better junior prospects, Eli Govan. He's a six six 
long 6'6", athletic wing player who can play multiple positions as well. So Parkview is going to have a strong team this year and uh, looking to do some very good things. Going back to the West and the Kansas City area, Winnetonka won 18 games last year and did it with a lot of young people in its nucleus. They had a young man named Antonio Fowler, a 6'1", 6'2"-inch guard, who led the team in scoring, averaged about 15 points a game. Ryan Barnhart, as a sophomore, he's 6'3". He's a junior now. As a sophomore, he averaged close to 14, can really shoot the ball from three-point range. Also, uh, Kai Coleman is a six-foot senior. Sullivan Thurman is a 6'4 junior. Winnetonka should have uh, a very good uh, team as well. Uh, we're going to give you some real good individuals, too, as well in uh, Class 5. Uh, you go to St. Mary's High School. School, coached by my buddy Brian Turner. Uh, he's got one of the best juniors in the state of Missouri, and Zyre Collins. He averaged 27 points a game last year, and he's already starting to receive offers as well. Of course, his older brother, Yuri Collins, was a former star at St. Mary's and one of the best point guards in the country at the uh, St. Louis University, of course, he's with the Golden State Warriors G League. Zyri is a good passer, but Zyri gets buckets. Zyri gets buckets. Yuri likes assists. Zyri likes assists, but loves buckets. 28, 27 points a game can attest to that. It's a lot of young people around them, so we'll see how they develop as a team. Another team with a very good young player is Rala. Rala has one of the best sophomores in the state, and uh, Ethan Brown, who averaged 18, 19 points a game as a freshman last year. He scored. He can rebound. He was handling the basketball. Has a nice three-level scoring package and uh, really played well on the AAU circuit with the Gateway Knights. And I look for him to really continue to raise his profile as well. Marshfield has an excellent young player as well in Tegan Curley, a six-foot-seven-inch junior who's headed to Austin P in a couple of years. He's already committed to Coach Corey Gibson's governors. He played with Yander Law and uh, they've done a great job of really developing him. He's along with his high school, he's six seven, but he can shoot the ball from the outside, put it on the floor. He's a versatile young talent who out of the southwest Missouri state area who you're going to like. St. Francis Borgia, no stranger to success. They won over 20 games last year and uh, uh, lost a good game to Jefferson City in the district championship game and a great game, a game which they led most of the way. And they got their top player back in Adam Rickman, a six foot six inch senior who's uh, who scores, rebounds, averages 20 and 11 last year. And he's already committed to Missouri S&T to play uh, basketball. For my buddy Bill Walker, also back for the Knights, Brady Den- Brody Denbo and Nathan Kell, a couple of experienced guards. Webb City, I think, is going to be good in the Southwest area. They have one of the top off the, I say, guard trios, I think, in the Southwest state, part of the state. Baron Duda is a six foot three senior who can shoot it and score on the drive. And a couple of other juniors, Holton Keith and Eli Pace, who are young men who I think I, I was very impressed with watching them over the summer. They're going to be very good. Holton really can handle that ball. Tough to keep out of the lane, as is Eli. And Grandview, finally out of Kansas City, has a nice dynamic duo in a senior point guard Josiah Kirkwood who's been a four-year who will be a four-year starter and Jaden Renfro a very talented six foot seven inch senior forward so that's a look at class five we've got class four out of the way we've got class five out of the way before we take a look at class six we'll have a word from prep hoops and prep girls hoops Missouri 
Basketball season is upon us, and if you want the best statewide basketball coverage, check out our websites, Prep Hoops Missouri for the Boys and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri for the Girls. Whether it's in the big cities or the small towns, big school, small school, it does not matter. Our Prep Hoops websites will cover the action on a year-round basis, beginning with the preseason tournaments, holiday tournaments, big shootout events, and of course, the postseason tournaments. But it doesn't stop there. We cover our Show Me State standouts throughout the spring and summer grassroots events and into the fall. You know, if a kid's got game, Prep Hoops and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri has your name. Get your subscription today. And welcome back to the Pearl Time podcast. We're previewing classes four, five, and six here in the state of Missouri, the big schools on the boys' side. And now we're going with the big boys in class six. And we're going to start it off with the Chaminade Red Devils in St. Louis. Uh, it's a team that's young, but they got experience and they're very talented, a lot too deep in almost every in, in every position. Uh, they return Ben Winkler, a six foot ten inch junior who's steadily improving his game. He's going to be a very good player before he leaves there. He's receiving a lot of Division I interest. Colin Keller is a very underrated player on that team. He's a 6'2 guard who uh, can really shoot the basketball, and he had a very impressive summer this year as well. A young man you didn't see last year, but I think is going to make a great impact, is Johnny Jordan, who's a 6'2-inch point guard. He's ranked in my top 10 in the Prep Hoops uh, Class of 26 uh, class. Uh, He's a very sound floor leader who can score as well. And a couple of uh, bigs up front with good bloodlines. Jamison White, who's a six foot six, six, seven inch forward, who's a stretch four who can handle the ball and shoot the three. And Jahidi White Jr., a six, seven sophomore power forward, about 240 pounds, but he can also step out and handle the ball. They are, of course, the sons of former Cardinal Ritter, great in Georgetown, and NBA player with the Washington Wizards, among other teams, Jahidi White. His sons can play. Colin Perry is a six-foot junior who can also play as well. And Mikael Rochelle, who's probably one of the good rebounders, uh, kind of that Rodman-like intensity, really attacks the glass well. He'll make an impact. Two great teams in the Kansas City area uh, will battle as well. They're prime candidates. One of them is Lee Summit West. Lee Summit returns a lot of people from its 26-4 and team. They got to the state quarterfinals last year, and they have a nice, very nice uh, perimeter duo in Chaz Watson and Logan Bishop. Chaz is a bucket. He averaged 15 points a game. If you remember him, Chaz had one of the great breakout games as a sophomore. He had 27 points two years ago, and they upset a great Lee Summit team in the district uh, championship game. He can score from anywhere and create a shot. And Logan Bishop is a young man who averaged 16 points a game, and he can really score, plays with a big motor, and can shoot the basketball. Bryce Mitchell is a six foot five inch senior, a good big lefty who's very athletic, rebounds, dunks, and plays very well around that glass. And Josh Salinas is a six two senior who's been playing varsity minutes since he was a freshman. And they also have a like Webster Grove, they have a premier freshman to go play along with them. His name is Cameron Barnes. He's a six foot eight inch forward. You look at him, he doesn't look like a freshman in high school, but he is. He's a young kid with a college body, but he's also score inside, but he's very skilled and he's got skills like a small forward. He can put it on the floor and shoot the basketball. And I know folks have been very uh, waiting for this young man's arrival uh, to get uh, 
to the high school level. So I can't wait to see him live. Saw him this summer a little bit, but uh, he's going to make a Lee Summit West team. Oh, that was already good. That much better. Oak Park in Kansas City is another team that's going to be uh, loaded as well. This team has been together for two or three years playing freshmen and sophomores, and they're starting to continue to grow up. They finished 26 and 2 last year, and their only two losses were to a loaded Staley team, which won the Class 6 state championship. They have a young man named Corbin Allen, a 6'4 guard who kind of does everything. He's kind of their point guard, but then he's their best rebounder. He could score when he needs to, plays defense, average 16, about 9, 10 rebounds, and uh, just does a little bit of everything. He kind of that Bruce Brown type player that you see who was great for the Nuggets last year, now for the Indiana Pacers. He's joined by Caleb Estes, a six foot two inch senior who was their second leading scorer, Aiden Fields, a six one junior. And then a couple of good sophomores who stepped in as roles as freshmen last year, uh, Josh Corey and Adam Tanner, who saw a lot of minutes. And they got a very good transfer in Zeke Brown, a six foot three inch guard from Free State, a lefty who can shoot the three and drive to the basket. And he adds even more scoring punch to what's already a very good Oak Park team. Jackson, Missouri, out of the boot hill, uh, made it to the Final Four last year and finished in fourth place. And they have three or four real good players who are coming back hoping to make a return trip one is Blaine Harris a six foot four inch athlete he's a senior he's been a starter since his freshman year who really shoots the basketball well uh, excellent ball player and Judd Toma a six foot four inch a senior as well the Toma name of course at Jackson is a, a very distinguished dad Corey was a hall of famer at Columbia uh good good uh Good, good player as well. I really like enjoy enjoy him, Judd, because he's a glue guy, but he's a good athlete, and he's really starting to really elevate his game. A couple of young men I think will step into bigger roles. Cole Deck is a six foot six inch junior, long, thin young man who's a pretty good athlete who can shoot the basketball. And Gavin Holdman, a six foot six inch senior, who's a strong athlete. He I watched him at the NBCA camp this June. Uh, he was dunking everything inside. So so Jackson, very good nucleus as well, and should be very competitive in that SEMO conference. Uh, moving to Springfield, a team that's got a chance to really do some excellent things is Springfield Central High School. Uh, this is one of their most talented teams that Coach uh, Jordan Epps has. He's really built up a good talent base. Uh, he's led by Keon Epps, a six-foot junior point guard, averaged about 10, but he can really pass it, play defense, get in the lane. They got good guard play, Rue Wells is a 6'1 senior who can do all those things as well. And Devin Sanford, a 6'1 junior who can really shoot the basketball. And if that wasn't enough, they bring in a very talented transfer, one of the best players in the state in Tyreek Brooks from Waynesville. He's a 6'3" athlete, athletic two-guard. He can really shoot the ball, average 20 points a game, and throws down some of the most entertaining dunks that you will see in the Swimo area this year. Bryce Walker is a 6'6 junior who will kind of hold down things inside. Uh, he's very solid around that basket. Uh, he could be a double-double guy uh, if he wants to. Really like watching that young man play as well. I'm moving back to the Kansas City area. A couple of uh, teams. One would be Raytown, and uh, they have a 
a good point guard in Romello Smith, a five foot eleven junior, who's kind of been the main guy there ever since his freshman year. And Larry Porter, six foot three junior, and Darren Wilson, a six foot senior guard by Raytown. Of course, Staley, uh, the team that won the championship last year, and Chris Neff, he had a tremendous team. Uh, they graduated some trem- great players, uh, three Division One players who are all uh, uh, going to do a good job as well. But you can never count out a good Staley team. Of course, Xavier Wilson, he'll be the new guy in charge. He's a six foot seven inch junior, kind of a multi-purpose player because he scores, but he can rebound, plays good defense, and he's a good athlete as well. And probably a, a main score this year will be Avion Webb. He's a transfer from North Kansas City, where he's he's been putting buckets up ever since his freshman year, and he's he's got a chance to. To get 18 to 20 a game, he's a very talented five foot ten inch guard. Kevion Stone is a physical six two senior. John John Neff, Chris's coach's son, uh, is a five ten point guard. Uh, will do a solid job running the show. And then a couple of very talented freshmen in Trey Moore and Jackson Smith. Nixa High School graduated one of the best players in the state in Kale Combs, 28 points a game. But I look for them to be solid once again. Garrett Hines and Josh Peters are a couple of bookend 6'4 wing players who can both shoot that basketball. They'll build around them. Devin Kemp is a senior point guard. And then Adam McKnight is a very... uh, a very good 6'4 freshman who I was impressed with watching him during the summer. And another big young player to look for is Jackson Cantwell, who will probably be one of the premier three-sport athletes, multi-athletes, of course. Uh, his dad, Christian Cantwell, was a all-time great uh, track and field shot putter at Missouri, and Jackson's already a monstrous <laughs> shot putter, discus, uh, and he's one of the best uh offensive line prospects in the country already and he's a pretty good basketball player as well so that's probably his third sport so those are the that's the nixa eagles back in mid-missouri the spartans of battle who won a district championship last year did an excellent job and i think they got a good team this year they lose a lot of good size but they got great perimeter play which could sustain them one is tate mccubbin a six foot seven inch uh, wing player who's probably their their quote unquote big but he's a three-point shooter but he's got good length and athleticism and can rebound and also uh, uh play some pretty good defense and they got some very good guards vernell holt jr is a five nine guard She's a junior as well, who will also uh, who's been a been a mainstay since he's a freshman. Uh, good athlete, can really create off the dribble, shoot it, and of course he's a blur in the open court. And a couple of juniors to look for: Keon Cross and Keyshawn Jackson. You're going to be hearing a lot from those two young men in the future. And of course, Springfield Kickapoo. They made it to the state championship game last year. Lost a very Tough game to Staley. Played them very tough in that game. They graduated some good, good players, but they got good coaching, and uh, you won't be surprised to see them in the mix once again. One starter back is Jackson Shorter. He was a six foot seven inch uh, inside player. Of course, his older brother Braden led Prickapoo in scoring last year, and I believe he's at Washburn playing Division II basketball. So there'll be some new faces. Reese Kimry is a sophomore guard who stepped in as a freshman and played a lot of important minutes. Good lefty. I think he's really going to be counted on. And Hogan Smith, a 6'2", 6'3", guard who's committed to Drury. Young man has faced injuries, but he's really battled back and he can really shoot and he's ready to emerge and really step out as a senior. 
couple more 6A teams to look at. It'll be Francis Howell High School. Francis Howell, I think, got a, lost in a district championship game last year to Troy, which went to the Final Four. Howell has a chance to be good. They got Jeremiah Paniwaz, a six-foot senior, and a couple of impact transfers. De'Anthony James, a six-foot sophomore point guard who played at the Smet last year, and Will Paulson, a 6'6 junior forward who played at Chaminade last year. Those two uh, MCC transfers will be impact players for Francis Howell. CBC, under new coaching for the first time in, oh my God, well over a decade, Justin Tatum, who led them to a couple of state championships, is now uh, coaching professional basketball in uh, Australia. And Ryan Briscoe takes his place, and he has a couple of nice players to build around. Teron Garrett is a six foot five inch uh, guard who can really score, and Landon Schlanger is a six seven uh, stretch four who will step into a big role, I think, as well this year. And finally, we'll go to North Kansas City. Although they lost AD and Webb, but who's doing a leading score, they got some good size. And that is Samuel, a 6'8 senior, and Jake Wilman, uh, emerging six foot seven inch sophomore forward. And then Cameron Tate, who transferred in after playing at Lincoln Prep, where he averaged 19 points a game. And the Eureka Wildcats, who got to the quarterfinals last year as well, coached by Rick Kirby. They should be uh, another team to watch out for here in the Class 6. So let's look at the, the boys, Class 4, 5, and 6. As you see, it's going to be a very exciting year in the state of Missouri. I hope everybody gets out and uh, watches these games. It's it's going to be a tremendous year. Before we close it out here, you know, as we're speaking, we'll, games will have already been played here. And, of course, jamborees were held as uh, people were uh, kind of having their dress rehearsals, getting ready for the season. And then we're playing basketball here in the mid, close to late, November and a, a tournament already held the Bluefish Shootout at Rolla High School, which uh, features boys and girls, and a few other uh, games and tournaments that we'll be uh, tracking, of course, in this late November and getting you ready. Uh, the St. Francis Borgia Turkey Tournament, uh, which will take place uh, next week at Borgia High School. That's always one of the great spots to go to during the Thanksgiving holidays. Of course, great hospitality room. As you know, I rate hospitality rooms. That's uh, folks really get into that. So we'll continue to do that as well. Also, during the Thanksgiving holidays is the Arcadia Valley Thanksgiving Tournament, uh, which is the 21st through the 25th. And uh, South Iron, of course, the boys and girls will be favored in that. This is the 97th year of the Arcadia Valley Tournament. I believe it's the oldest tournament in the state of Missouri, almost 100 years. That's amazing. Of course, at Borgia, host Borgia, Principia, I believe you cities in it, so that should be good as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm not there, it's, you know, depending on my schedule, I try to make it to at least one day of those games. If I'm not there, of course, I'll be watching the games on the stream and definitely will be giving you reports in a later podcast. Another big event featuring, it's in Illinois, but it features a couple of Missouri teams, the Kevin Brown Memorial Tournament of Champions. Champions, which will be that Thanksgiving week at Washington, Illinois. Now, Vashon High School will be visiting, of course, and uh, Thayer High School out of Southwest Missouri, one of the Class 3 contenders that we talked about in my first uh, episode, uh, will be there as well. So, uh, Sean Powell, a good buddy, puts on a tremendous event in that area and uh, in Washington, Missouri, excuse me, Washington, Illinois, and you're always looking to bring uh, good uh, 
good teams from that area. So those are those are a few events. There's another one in uh, Van Buren, uh, Missouri. A very good shootout as well, which which I'll be keeping track of. It's called the Current River Challenge, and it's at Van Buren. And uh, that that will feature a lot of good teams as well on the small school. We talked about like Greenville and Bakersfield and things like that. So we're we're playing games, folks. We're we're right here, and of course we'll continue to keep track there. And our next episode, of course, will be it'll be the girls' turn. We will uh, preview all the top girls teams, classes one through six, as we get into Thanksgiving weekend, and then we'll be covering uh, all the big postseason, uh, preseason tournaments, and things like that. So. Once again, I'd like to hope you enjoyed this version of the Earl Time uh, podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank uh, my uh, very talented producer, uh, Richard Austin. Check him out on uh, his YouTube channel. And of course, you get a chance to check out our work at Prep Hoops and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri. Get a subscription. The stuff we're talking about, once again, we're, we're putting it out on the, on the website, writing about it as well, covering all of the great basketball players, boys and girls around the state of Missouri. So once again, thank you. Thank you again. This has been the Earl Time Podcast. See you soon.